Welcome to Dicey Stories, where we tell stories shaped by dice. You're listening to our tabletop role-playing game, Actual Play Podcast, episode 59. Today's episode is another installment of our series, Cruise Control, set in the Star Wars universe between A New Hope and The Empire Strikes Back. It is played using Fantasy Flight Games, Star Wars, and Genesis role-playing materials, and the Mythic GM emulator. This is scene two. As she gets settled in for the cruise, JT runs into some old friends and some new problems. An Imperial presence aboard Dame Metropolis is interfering with arrangements for her gala. For the story up to this point, visit our website, DiceyStories.com, where you can listen to previous episodes or read the serialized write-ups of our adventures. Now let's get rolling. We've got a story to tell. You're going to be boarding your shuttle with people who are not ridiculously rich. But people like they have enough money to go on a are cruise. Are going on a cruise. This is their big vacation of the year. Are you going to work your shuttle? I think JT does, just because she's, but not aggressively. So she's not trying to get another millionaire. So that's not going to happen. What would you like the next scene to entail? Next scene, I think, should be on the cruise okay. proper. And I think there has to be some things we still have to arrange for the gala. Okay. Like, I don't know, like, gotta get it put on the schedule officially. You gotta negotiate for, like, oh, how's it gonna be catered or other things. I don't know. It's All right. The sort of mundane things that one has to do, too. Unless you have other thoughts. We can do a variety of things covering, like, arrival on the ship and getting set up. And we can do it with a sort of timer-type thing of a crew, X many successes, or... Essentially, handle like a chase. Yes, um, I think that's fine. And also get you moving around the ship and... and See what all the things on the ship... Exposed to arriving. But the ship is enormous. ridiculously huge. If we want to maybe set ten successes or whatever, or something like that... To like a r- properly arrange the gala? Yeah. Yes. Or ten successful roles of like things to manipulate environments, not necessarily ten explosions or whatever. But but something right. to like... Offer to a sense of progression. Yeah, and to encourage you to use multiple skills and things like that, and to encourage us to explore the ship some. So, I don't even want to say like number of successes, number of roles, but certain items I need to check off are... like I need to find a location on the ship to host this gala. Okay. Okay. It's sort of like sub-thread. We'll list a number of sub-goals that you need to achieve. Yes. Because JT's a disorganized person and did not arrange the gala at the time. So you didn't have an event planner? I think what I'd like rather is that JT, like, had the event, like, organized, oh yeah, it's going to be on Hall B or whatever, but, like, she gets bumped from the calendar. They let her okay. know, like, when she's born, like, oh, by the way, oh, your event yes, is... yes, I know exactly why whatever you planned will not happen. Okay. But you will not necessarily know why, but I do. Right. But JT just gets the message, You get like, on board and you... I know how I want that revealed. Okay. Given that your plans fell through, you need to arrange a room... Yes. I need to find... Catering? Yes. I need to find, like, an MC or somebody. Or an announcer. I need you announcer. yourself are... You I'm going to be, like, working the tables. Is this going to be, like, you have to arrange the entertainment as well? Okay. And that's why there needs to be, like, an MC. Room, food, entertainment. I always have to get more people, but that's that's along with everything. Yeah, I think this scene is not about getting people to attend. As don't right. It's about getting them to attend as yes, in other capacities. I need people to work. I, like, is room, food, and entertainment sufficient? Do you also want to specifically find someone to be an MC? Well, I'm going to ask Pete to do that, so... Okay. <laughs> yeah, let's say an MC. Because he had such resounding presence when you talked to him before. Because uh, I want to make sure to give droids opportunities. Okay. So roll to see whether this goes off without a problem. What goes off? The scene. You have to roll... Oh, right. Four. Chaos Factor is four. I roll a five. Okay. Let's see. So you ride a acceptably nice shuttle. I do think we have to ask... 
Do you know anybody on this shuttle? Okay. This is Corellia. It is possible you will recognize someone here even if you cannot place their name. Okay. Because you did play that Sabak game. You did interrupt an arena fight. You did deal with the Droid Liberation Front. You did do four or five locations on Corellia. You may recognize somebody or somebody may recognize you. That's a big place. You have blue hair and a friendly demeanor. Friendly. Uh, yes, she's the friendly person. I remember her. The friendly one. Okay, is there someone here JT recognizes? Yeah, I feel like we're going to start many scenes this way. That's fine. Uh, and you want to say 50-50? Or it's relatively unlikely and you just wanted the option? Yeah, we'll say relatively unlikely. So unlikely, but not very unlikely. Chaos Factor 4, we roll a 6. Which is yes, but not exceptionally so. I think that probably means that it's either somebody that you are like, that person looks familiar, I may have bumped into them. Or they see you and they're like, she looks familiar, I may have bumped into her. Do you have a preference on what's what? Maybe we recognize each other slightly because we both have distinctive hairstyles or something. <laughs> I like the idea it's it's someone from the Droid Liberation Cooperative. Okay. I mean, it could be that person. Well, was that guard dead? Actually. The higher up guy was fine. The two bodyguards he had with him were both killed yeah, yeah, by the yeah. saw droids. But it could be, oh, it could be one of the other droid liberation operatives, like the ones that were the plants at the arena. They were operatives in the organization also. Right. You had very little contact with the one that poisoned the foods. Like she worked the concession stand and she made like everybody have upset stomachs. The details are starting to come back to me, but it's very hazy. <laughs> So, but it certainly could be the so, so the could, woman who poisoned the food. Yeah. And she was a cloning. She's a young blue twilight female. Her name is Sharni. That sounds right. You guys only like waved at her from across the room. Well, look, she's getting getting a new fresh belly now. And she is affiliated with the Droid Liberation Front. Cooperative. <laughs> Cooperative. They're not really a militant Sorry? organization. Droid Liberation Cooperative. DLC. She's in the shuttle. Yep. This is just kind of like looking around the shuttle, like you look at her, she looks at you. I'm going to go over and talk to her. Okay. I'm really sorry. You look really familiar. I was on Corellia like a year ago now. Yeah, it's probably something like that. Right, but I did a lot of illegal things. I mean, she does work. Like, you guys... I like. I recognize her from the Droid Liberation Cooperative, so, but I don't remember her name. You're like, uh, I feel like I saw you at some sort of gladiator fighting place. That's what you remember, but you remember like, oh, she helped us with something. Right, right. But you never, you guys never talked to her. She would have been a friend of the leader of the Dwight Liberation. She like worked for him. The leader that you guys dealt with was, was Jonas Talbor. Was he human? Jonas Talbor was human, yes. Okay. Yes. And he had told you he had people inside there. When you guys went there, they had somebody who was working security, and that was the person that you guys actually interacted with. Yes. He was just like, hey, Sharni. And she was like, they're having the special sauce today. And that was it. That's right. Yeah. Yeah, you were one of Jonas's friends, right? And she's like, oh, you know Jonas, too. Yes. Did um CH1 ever pay a visit? I gave him one of your pamphlets. Uh, he got mixed up in some real bad stuff for a while, though. CH1? Uh, he's kind of tall. He's He's really friendly. Can you give me... What color is his chassis? Oh, he's a custom. Customized chassis. So it's mostly slate gray right now. He's kind of kind of glowing red eyes. It really brings out the color. Glowing red eyes. He likes to carry a big gun. Really friendly, you said? He's really friendly. He's a bounty hunter. So really friendly for a bounty hunter. He's a really friendly bounty hunter. 
You know, I'm I'm not really in the recruitment section. That's fine. I was just curious. He was he's a friend of mine. He wasn't sure what he was gonna do after he had, he had a bad run with another droid, unfortunately. There's all kinds out there. There are. But you know, just like there's all kinds of organics, right? There's good ones and bad ones. There's too many bad ones. I was like, what are you here for? You on vacation? <laughs> My guess now is no, but <laughs> you want her to roll a cool check? Yeah. Sure, she can roll a cool check. How cool is she? She's a Twi'lek. She's got better presence. Oh, uh, yes. She is a Twi'lek. She does have better presence. She's some sort of operative, so she might have some... Oh, so maybe I'll pull her from the rebel deck. Both and spies in here, but... I would think that's about what you're looking for. All right. So I'm going to say she has one ghoul. That's Because she was... But you, know, you said she's young. She's a little inexperienced still. So... I have one rank in Vigilance. I'm not going to upgrade. Uh, I'm going to give her a blue die, since I'm a generally trusting person. She's a... I don't have a reason to be suspicious. She has a total wash. So, like my face showed to you. Uh, something is... You know, you ask if she's on vacation, and, uh... Yeah! She's like, yeah, and you just... Yeah, I don't remember, I don't remember her name. And she, like, segues the conversation. Right, right. Not super smoothly, but into, like... And you're like, oh, right, I don't really remember your name either. Right. JT, of course, you were... Charney. 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 Right. That's so cool. Didn't think I'd become someone. I'm yeah. I'm here. I'm actually raising money for charity. The the war orphans fund. I just came from the, the fancy shuttle. They're pretty pretty tight with their credits. I think she you know she makes some comment about how I guess there's a lot of good causes out there that are competing for you know for people's credits. <laughs> there, was a, there was an explosion of charities a few months a year or two ago. Well, I mean, yes. the Droid Liberation Cooperative is not an armed force. Right. Like. Jonas, I think of them that like Greenpeace. But... Well, Jonas was more of like a philosophical guy. Well, and a lot of the uh, you know, discrimination against droids. Yeah. Claiming like, that they were killing machines, so being violent is yeah, a little tough. I want you to make a vigilance check. Red, red, purple. Failure with a threat. You suspect that she is here to attempt to raise money for the Droid Liberation Cooperative. Okay. From what she's saying about... You know, uh, but that's machine. still a little awkward. A lot of people are not keen on that. How loudly can she announce those? Th- like that is the impression that you got. Is that that's what she's here for? I asked her, does she have like an event going on for that? That kind of gets like a puzzled look. Which people like to have social functions where they can go to. Like I'm organizing a gala for the War Orphans Fund. Do you have something like that going on? No, a gala. Yeah. What does a gala even mean? Everyone puts on a lot of really fancy clothes, eats really expensive food, and gives large, hopefully large piles of credits. The person organizing the gala. That sounds really expensive. It is, but you end Do up. They pay tickets to go to it. Yes, they pay tickets. Like it's like 500 credits a plate to start. You like auction off a bunch of stupid stuff. That's why I gotta get things to auction off. Oh, <laughs> you gotta get people to donate things for auctioning. Like pieces of art or stupid things. Doesn't matter. <laughs> pieces of art or stupid things. That implies art is not stupid, so that's good. Yeah, people with too many credits. That's how they like to spend their money. It's a way for them to show that they're doing something without having to do anything. But, I mean, it's put on a little event for them, and they give you a large pile of money. Seems to work better than just asking for money, although sometimes that works too. She looks at you kind of confused, and she's just like, this is your job now? Part of my job now, yeah. Look, I help put this charity together, so I can't neglect it. I have to get it enough credits so it can sort of start sustaining itself. So we can hire some staff to like do fundraising events like this. All across the galaxy, hopefully. Because, I don't know if you noticed, there's a war going on right now. Is this legal, what you're doing? Yeah. Operating a charity? That's one of the most legal things you can do. 
Okay. Can you make a charm check? Yeah. And you can have a blue die. You know, for Bean. talking about what you're doing and, and everything like that. Like, Plus what's, what's her friendly. impression of this? I have one success, one threat, one triumph. You've got a triumph. I don't think she's got a million dollars to blow, though. No, she doesn't. But she's like, this sounds like a really good thing that you're doing. With, like, 50 credits mattering? Every or? credit matters. Every credit matters. 50 credits, back of eye, a set of clothes for a kid who's hopefully just getting out of the orphanage. Get them started. Okay, I'm giving you a new thread. Okay. So you need to raise 20 million credits? Yes. Essentially, that's you need to get 20 rich donors, right? Yes. I would like to give you another thread that is non-rich donors. Okay. So this isn't like 20 million, and if you want to back the 20 million down to 10, so essentially like 10 wealthy donors and 10 non-wealthy donors. I like that. I like that. Okay. But I still I need to build enough donors, just right. people, just to... It's, it's money, but it's also money. You must create 20 NPCs. Oh, so 10 non-wealthy donors. Also known as poor donors. I don't want you to feel like you're robbing money. From no, 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 no. But yeah, Charney gives you, writes a check for like 50 credits. It sounds so like what much. you're doing is a is Thank a good so thing. Like, you know, Try. she's, obviously, you know, she's very concerned about like all the droids that are oppressed. But it is, but it is a larger galaxy than that. And really, it doesn't really feel... And she keeps her voice quiet when she talks about, like, the war. This is why she was kind of like, can you just do that? Because, like, in her mind, the Empire is bad, and the war is against the Empire. And she wasn't, like, thinking that people could do it oh, the other way like, around. very rebel-aligned. Well, not, like, super. I mean, she's focused on the droids, right? Right. But the droids are being put down by, well, everybody. So she is hushed when she talks about things related to the war. But she thinks this is a good cause, and that it's one that she hadn't really thought much about because she's so focused on the droid thing. I ask her, she knows if there'd be any any good droids who might be able to provide entertainment at this gala. I don't know if there's like a musical act or um, like does Jeppo Jr. is he here? Does he do live paintings? Oh, artwork by Jeppo Jr. People he's, love art. I gotta get some art from fabulous, him actually. He's a fabulous artist. I think we can roll on the table for whether it is possible that any Jeppo art is available. I can get a rich person to donate Jeppo art and then have it get auctioned off. Well, let me offer you this instead. Sure. If you would rather that she not be a donor and you use that triumph for her to arrange Jeppo art. I mean, that's more money for the charity. So well, I think it's more likely that like she knows about Jeppo art because she knows Jeppo Jr. Well, but what I, what I was thinking was you guys are talking about this on the shuttle up to the ship. Yeah. The dame has not left Corellian airspace yet. Correct. It's possible she could place a call. I think that would actually be more useful. But I do still want to keep it that you need non-wealthy donors. Okay. I like that idea. But she doesn't have any credits. Right. It's she's like, appreciative. She's like, I don't have credits to spare. Like, how can so, I help? And then... Like, well, you guys... Uh, well, like, you know Jeppo and Jeppo Jr. I mean, I commissioned some work from him, but uh, maybe if we both ask him, he'll have a, a piece he can donate before the ship leaves we get him to make a painting of Dame Metropolis, I bet that would go very well. He works pretty quick. She's like, we're still in Corellian airspace even right now. I can place a call to Jonas. Jonas is friends with Jeppo's dad. I'll see. Like, JT appreciates it like she refers to it as Jeppo's dad. Or Jeppo Jr.'s dad. Because the dad's name is also Jeppo. Jeppo Sr. So she'll give a call and she'll slip. She'll be, I don't know if... if He'll be able to paint the spaceship so fast, but maybe they have something sitting around that they'll they'll be willing That's true. to tell us for a good cause to pass over, and you know I'll make sure he knows that this is a request from JT. Thank you so much. I'll I'll show the picture from the Valis Memorial. Like, oh oh yeah, I commissioned one of his works. Oh wow. 
he can do really amazing styles. That looks completely unlike any of the other paintings of his I've seen. He's extremely versatile. Okay. Jeppo Dunder. So you had added, like, oh, yes, we need to get things to auction, and now you have acquired. Okay. So you have achieved one of your five sub-goals. Yes. All right, so we get onto the berth, or get onto the ship proper. Charney has to go away to her room. Yes. So you board the ship, and there is a host station. You are given an info packet. Ooh, I like info packets. Your info packet includes a list of the ports of call. Oh, so the ship is essentially like going into some sort of kind of wild space type place, but it's got like a few obscure asteroids and like primitive worlds yeah. to like stop at. Exciting things to take a peek. So, we'll skirt by the deep core as close as Imperial regula- regulations allow. Yeah. There's a variety of places. You also get a map of the ship's deck plans. Oh, I'm probably already familiar with this. So you want to make some sort of check. I did have that super talent back in the day to just no schematic. So you want to like assess this with a mechanics check? Uh, sure. Two success, one threat. There's some like missing space here. Definitely, there might be whole decks missing given the size of the ship. That's true. I mean, it's a big ship. But also parts that are, you don't think are to scale really. So hmm. some of it it's like enough for you to like get around, but like there could definitely be sections of certain floors that are not included on this map. And then there's probably like other floors that the whole entire floor is not here. There's also emergency evacuation procedures. Ah, very And important. all of the rooms are able to be sealed against vacuum. Oh, individually. Yes. Impressive. The state rooms themselves can serve as like escape pod type things, but okay. you are not in a state room. I Do you have my own room though? One of the lower berths. There's a schedule of events, and you're, like, flipping through it, and your event is not there. There is also, uh, well, I can tell you about, like, the different decks of the ship and stuff like that, the general map type information for orientation. But for right now, there's a schedule of events. There's, like, there's some lectures, there's shows, there's, like... Oh, there's some shows. Okay. There's some sporting events. There is a ball scheduled over the course of the trip. There's probably like a gambling tournament. There are definitely casinos on board the ship. Right. There's a variety of tournamenty type things, kind of like for any type of interest one may oh, have. There's like sporting. It's not just like, oh, there's a Zabak tournament. There's like a shuffleboard tournament. There's a grav ball tournament. Kind of like anything that people would recreationally play, like you could enter as a tournament. Yeah. There's like a challenge show. There's getting a fancy shuttle. Cruise outside. Come to the stargazing deck. You can make a perception check, just two purple. One success, one threat. All of the shuttles have all like arrived on the same level, even like the fancy shuttle. And there is a person arguing with a steward, uh, demanding that they were supposed to get one of the circular suites, and clearly they've been given this this other stateroom. This octagonal mm-hmm. suite. That's not what they had requested. The steward is telling them, like, I'm, I'm sorry that you misunderstood what your room assignment was, but the circular suites are reserved for, for non-oxygen breathers. So I, I'm sorry, but... And this person is not wanting to accept that as an answer because they saw a human be assigned one of these rooms. And if that human was allowed to have one of these rooms, then this person insists that they also want rooms because they've heard that the circular rooms are the nicest ones. For non-oxygen breathers. If the person making this argument is there are some species that clearly breathe a typical atmosphere. They are definitely an oxygen breathing. Right. 
they're okay. near human of some sort. Right. But they insist that they saw that's just, one that's of interesting. Rooms. I'm just trying to think like GT I mean, like interfere. It's not even necessarily that I am expecting you to interfere. Okay, okay. But a human has this person is saying, Oh, you gave I saw a human be assigned to one of those rooms and I demand a similarly nice room. But they're they're not giving it. This uh, steward is not granting the room, and uh, but I do need to talk to someone. About offering some concessions to my events. A piece not on the list. So mostly, I'm relaying information about some aspects of the ship, yes. but also this is clearly a rich, snobby person. If you wish to target them later. Oh, target them later. I can target them right now. Best time to get people donate when they're angry. Can't get what you want. Give me credits. You want to feel better about yourself? Give credits. Um, so yes, yeah, so you flip through a packet and you have your room assignment and you're on one of the levels below this access level. Yeah, there's circular rooms, octagon rooms, Jenny's in a square room, not a triangle room. Thankfully. It may be that these are spherical because they're like bulb out of the side of the ship. Oh, like that might fancy. be with the circular. In fact, you're looking through your packet and you see that that is the case. But you do not have your gala listed. Right. So when you talk to the steward, he's already having, already a little stressed out. But I'd rightly handle the first irate customer. Do you wish to do any sort of observing to make your approach easier? Oh, yeah. Let me observe this steward. Like, I guess I'm probably going to be seeing, like, what approaches are not working with the person who's talking with them now. Like, does the person who's talking with them like to, like, look, I got 50 credits. Can we just make this, like, assess that? Would you like perception on that? Perception versus the steward's cool. How cool is the steward? Red, purple. Failure with an advantage. I could take one blue die going forward, just as I think they're stressed. Yeah, you can take a blue die in your next roll from your advantage there. But it's just on this one roll and you yes. do not learn yes. more useful things. Hi, excuse me. Uh, I'm Jaitessa from the War Orphans Fund. I had a gala charity event scheduled, but it's not on the list. Do you know where I might find it? What room I got assigned? What time slot? The steward pulls up his data pad, looks through... And says, like, oh, uh, I see. <laughs> you trying to make some sort of, are you trying to be stealthy? I'll, no, I want to hear what he says first. But. Okay. And he says, I'm afraid all of the ballrooms are already being used for events. I, I made a reservation, the War Orphans Fund. I don't know. Like, I had a reservation. Like, I pulled a piece of paper. <laughs> Somebody agreed to give me a room. Yeah. They said they had a room available. Signed by a member of so Dame you can, Cruise Lines. You want to make a, a charm? charm check? Yeah. Or are you, uh, you starting to threaten things, pulling out no. your pieces of documentation? I'm still being friendly. Okay. So we'll say your blue die there comes from your documentation. Yes. One success, one threat, one triumph. He drops his voice and he says, Ah, yes, I see. You were slated to be in Banquet Hall C. Okay. Um, but... The moth commandeered that. Oh. Did it say for what? Uh, you know, we don't really ask. I mean, but maybe I can get the moth to just sponsor the guy. You... Can you tell me where he's, where his room is? I can just ask him. Him? Her? Definitely a human. <laughs> the steward is not going to give you the, uh, the home address of, of this moth, but... Uh... But they are going to. They're like, look. How about I give you 50 credits to go away? <laughs> in your reservation materials, like, you had requirements for how much space yeah. your thing would have. Maybe we could give you a smaller room. We didn't have anything else available. Is there, like, two rooms you can get joined together? Two adjacent rooms? Or, like, what about the, what about just 
the stargazing deck. Oh, the observation deck. Yes. Would the observation deck work? I mean, is that that's I like. Were you flip back to, to the have, map. Were you looking to have like a sit down dinner? Because there's not yeah. really tables there. Can you bring tables there though? Maybe just like the cocktail table type thing. I kind of need a fancy dinner. I, you know, people like the fancy dinners. That's what makes them donate. Well, it could be like fancy cocktails. We have to have a cocktail hour too. Could this dinner be very late? Like, could we do the cocktail hour on the observation deck and then like oh. actual dinner seatings at like 10 p.m. or something? That's a little late, I think, for dinner. People I mean, we're in a starship. There's no sunrise or sunset. There's still shipboard time, although this we, this ship is big enough to have multiple times. <laughs> we need a negotiation check. Okay. What I will do... This is covering acquiring your birth. Yes. I will ask him, without pointing on the map, since I know there's extra space, I'm like, what about, like, out of between decks, B1 and B3? Since I know, like, <laughs> there's no B2 listed. The number's there's clearly like, just... There's, incorrect. like, a whole empty deck. Yeah. Of course, no one's going to be able to find it. Okay, like a speakeasy theme. Oh, or scavenger hunt for charity... GT gets a flapper dress to go with. Gonna have to get some new outfit. What is this fellow's negotiate? Like most NPCs, probably not their strong point. Negotiate's presence base. Yes. Just like cool is. So I'm gonna say two purples. So I'm gonna upgrade. One success and two advantages. So. Cocktail hour at the observation deck. And then, like, isn't there a big chamber right next to the observation deck? So this is the deal. They can give you a cargo hold. As long as we make it look nice. Making it look nice is gonna be your job. Like, That's... scene dressing. One step forward. Decorations. You could have compromised that cocktail hour, but you insisted on having like a sit down. No, it has to be a dinner. It says gala dinner on the event. So your event wasn't on the schedule. This means I can get any time slot I want because no one else is using this room. Right, and you had advantage on that one, right? I had two advantages. Okay, so he can refresh the data pad things. Push out the update. Yeah. Special announcement. So that the gala dinner gets put back on the menu. Thank you so much. Really means a lot to me. I had arranged for food. Do I have to rearrange all that too then? No. We'll replace the catering requirement with like the scene dressing. That's fine. Thank you so much. I understand these things happen. Uh, you know, and maybe I'll still talk to them about The Moth would probably want to come. Do you know who, can you tell me who The Moth is though? You, Jennifer, I, don't have to tell me right now. I will but. provide The Moth information next time. That's fine. There's only one Moth here. It's The Moth. It's The Moth of like this sector or whatever? Not necessarily. Okay. So you can proceed to your room and your luggage has been delivered and it's been brought aboard, including there's a big rectangle wrapped in brown paper. That's not my usual things. It was not with your things before. It is labeled Giantessa, care of Dame Metropolis. A giant rectangle, like the shape of art. (laughs) (laughs) The shape of art. This is kind of weird. This is giant and I'm not in a super fancy room. It's, um, Giant like the pillow, giant like the bookcase. It's probably half of the size of the bookcase. Okay, still big. Uh, I want to carefully examine this first. It's very, very narrow. flat. Seems like a piece of art. Yes. Okay, I'll open it up. Okay. It is signed in crimson red, Jeffo Edo Jr. That was fast. <laughs> it is not. Of the dame. Of the dame. Oh. Jeffo Jr. specialized in landscapes. Uh, um, is it of Corellia? It is Corellia, but. Pre industrial like, wasteland? No, Corellia? not pre industrial wasteland. This is uh, backing Ren's claim that a lot of Corellia is forested. Outside the cities, Corellia moved a lot of its industry to the... Orbital? Yeah, to orbit. So outside the cities, there is a lot of still, like... Yeah, good thing uh, JT wasn't there for that Ren discussion. And like that. JT's like, oh, this is a really nice planet. I wonder what this is. <laughs> so it is, it is uh, rolling forest hills of, of uh, Corellia. Okay. 
Well, that's really nice. I gotta give you a sheet to cover it so we can unveil. So, yep, you have your delivery of Jeffo art. Okay, making progress. Three for six. I'm gonna shake down some entertainment. So, I've got this list of events. Yes, so what types of events? I'm looking for like entertainers, like if there's a band, okay. a magician. So there is definitely a band on board because there is a dance one night, like a right. ball. So there is a hundred piece uh, orchestra. A jazz band or whatever. There's That's more what I'm looking for. The orchestra is a little too much. Okay. I guess you need a swing band if you're going for the... Uh, yes. A swing band. There are actually like recreation director is like a position on the ship. There's a few different stages, so there are various musical groups that play okay. on certain nights. Yeah, I like the a swing band, so maybe I should just talk to the recreational director. Okay. Or find the, probably the recreational office, work my way up. Office of Recreation. Yes. Work hard, play hard, their motto. This cruise is going to last a few weeks. Is JT drop your bags in your room and scurry about trying to get things done? You know, you're right. Like, realistically, there's already a stressful like, day, like, we can... The story can pick up, like, the next day. I just want to provide an opportunity for you to get to know some people on the ship. So this ship is enormous. It has a couple floors devoted, like, there's the bazaar floor and, like, the department store floor. I'm going to have to get a new dress for this swing, speakeasy, cantina theme. That's the scale of the ship. There's the fancy formal dining rooms. There's the, like... Generic buffet, continental breakfast rooms. The grand dining room. There's, like, the bistro-type rooms. There's various lounges. There's specialty restaurants. A club that only members can go to. If you had gotten one of the high gluten sweets, it would have come with membership to the club. There'll be rich people there, though. Other people can buy memberships to the club. They just don't come with the rooms. There's another club that's just called the Imperial. Mmm, perfect. On your first night there, what pay grade level... <laughs> so you, you go to like the diner just got to get some food first get it started okay do you study the map at all or are you just like whatever i think jt is a wander around kind of person okay give me like a streetwise check this is urban survival just two purples i mean what i got left these so i'll upgrade one success one advantage there is also a droid lunch am i allowed to be in there you rap on the door <laughs> you knock in binary i knock in binary on the door uh, the door opens a droid kind of looks to the left and to the right of you. I'm whistling binary, like, I don't want to impose. Is it all right if I come in? This droid... How good are your oil baths? This droid says uh, you are welcome to send your droids here. I don't own droids. Then how can they be of service to you? I, I still ask him, like, how good are your oil baths? They assure you that they have the finest quality oil baths that will quite meet the needs of any droids that are on board and in need of... How do you like the oil glass? Uh, you will need a, a charm check. There is a black die, as this droid has a fundamentally different worldview than you do. <laughs> but you have a knack for it. And he uh, has squat for presence? And he's got two presents. One success, one advantage. This droid tells you that uh, when not on duty, this droid does partake of the oil glass here and finds them quite satisfactory. Oh, that's good to hear. I just wanted to make sure they weren't cheaping out on you right the droid assures you that, like all other services on the upper decks of the Dame Metropolis... I ask him in a cannily, like, specific question about, like, the grade of the oil. Okay. Like, oh, is it like Like the, what blend it is? Is it the synthetic blend, like, 54? Like, something that, unless someone, like, is a droid mechanic or a droid, is it the kind that, like, rolls off your chassis real quick, or is it, like, the nice soak? Okay. 
the droid responds by giving you like the technical specifications of the oils as clearly that is the information you're looking for. And once again, encourage you, you to send any droids this way. The droid does not seem to understand that an organic yeah. would actually want to come into the. I mean, that's a totally reasonable. JT's the only organic. <laughs> oh, what might else might this droid know about? Uh, we'll ask him if he knows PD-101. He's one of the greeting protocol droids. You can ask a question or you can spend a destiny point. I will ask the question. I think that's more interesting. There's a lot so less crew. So they both work on the ship, but they it is a huge ship. It is a huge ship. But, but this guy works in like the droid service area, so he probably gets to meet yeah. all the other droids. So, I think it's somewhat likely. Sound good? Yep. 42. That's a yes. He does know PD-101. Yes. So he binaries back. Oh, interesting. That, uh... We were having a conversation of basic a second ago, right? Oh, I... Was this whole thing in oh, you're right. No, no, you're right. That was basic, and he can speak basic. I mean, if he switches to binary, that's interesting. Sure. Because this is... An, oh, this is a personal conversation. He switches to binary as some other people come down the hall. I see. Some other organics come down the hall. He switches into binary and affirms that he knows PD-101 and is kind of like... What, trying to suss out, like, why are you asking about PD-101? He just did a really great job helping me check my luggage in and everything. So I want to make sure that he's, if you can, I want to give him a good review so he can get like a nice oil bath. And if you know, is he like available for, I need an MC for an event. He seems like a nice personable person. So you have some sort of function you want PD-101 to perform for you? Well, I mean, if he can do an entertainment act, then definitely. Like to announce guests... Uh, like an auctioneer, that kind of thing might be useful. Introduce the musical group, greet people at the door. And you would like me to relay this information to PD-101? I'm, you know, I'm asking for your opinion. of Like, I met him. I think PD's. PD-101 seemed pretty great. You said you knew him, so would he be willing to, to do that, you think? Uh, he is a droid that interfaces with organics. That's not the question I asked. Like it seems what you are suggesting seems to meet his skill set. And he did say he wanted to meet new people. This would be a great way to meet new people. So if, if he can relay that message, since I want his contact information for a specific crew member, uh, I give him the time if he's free, and he can have my comm number to... This droid that you were talking to is BNCR. BNCR. Bouncer. Okay. Uh, yeah, that would be great. I ask him, like, you, how do you like working on the, the Dane Metropolis? The droid asks you to clarify your question. I say, like, well, I've had a lot of droids that are bound to a particular ship and they get given crap work and they get given crap generally day in day out and met other droids other places like they have a little bit more flexibility in what they can do don't you like what you do i ask probing philosophical questions of yes. bncr bncr points out that they only have to interact with droids for the most part which is quite satisfactory to them yeah it's understandable yeah that makes sense organics are kind of wishy-washy aren't we Everyone know what we want. Just talk at us enough, we'll probably change our mind. You get the impression that BNCR, as they have said, does not come across many people other than the droids that come into the lounge. Right. That's like this lounge is like tucked down a hallway. But JT was like, what? There's a droid lounge! Droid lounge? Oh boy. I think that's good. I w- is there really anyone in the hallway right now? At this point, no. Like the people that were going down the hallway past. Okay. Because uh, I will, and I say, like, I'm glad that you're enjoying what you do here. If it's not working out, I have some friends who might be able to help. I give him like a pamphlet for a droid liberation cooperative. Okay. Not that I'm trying to start a union or anything. <laughs> union organizer. 
He's a droid, I know that he doesn't have any credits of his own, so I will not badger him for money. He will pass your request on to PV101. Thank you so much. Um, and, like, he, he takes your room number. Perfect. MC. Possibly yes. obtained. And you were going to deal with dining for that night, or just, like, get take out to your room and retreat? I think, yeah, dining out. I mean, JT is energized by social interactions, even if I personally am not. <laughs> um, so you were going to eat at a, a low-level place, though. Yes. The Trash Compactor. The Trash Compactor? That's the name. They have large portions of greasy food. It's next to a gambling, to a casino, the lower class casino. Okay. Reminds um, me some places on the Strip in Vegas. What is the likelihood that you know somebody? I still think it's pretty low. Okay. Unless Charney is eating here too, but so unlikely. 14. That is, yes, there is somebody here. Just keep, uh, keep bumping into people. And this is a lower class type place. Is it time for the flying hands? They would definitely be the cheap kind of place like, like where I can get it. It's all you can eat. Uh, yes, I think we can have some comic relief. <laughs> so you, you enter, and you're like going down the buffet, and the buffet's got like those kind of like awning-type things. And so you just hear like, Abner, you got to take some greens, too. Agnes, I'll be around for the second. Well, look, no, this is a green. What is this gelatin stuff? That's green. Counts. Abner, Abner, you're... You're right, you said greens, plural. There's two of them. There we go. Your, your health. The, the doctor said you got all... My taste buds, Agnes. My taste buds. All right, well, we'll see if you can find it. See if you can find a table of some nice young people. None of those old, old stodgy folks. Cute old stodgy folks. <laughs> then around the corner, two authorians, one missing an arm. Uh, JT, we definitely eat dinner with them. Uh, Agnes and Abner Flockingham. I haven't seen you guys in months. I didn't think I'd run into you here. Oh! You were at Blue Swing Rods that very unfortunate week. Uh, Abner says, uh, unfortunate? Why? He, like, gestures to, like, some other people passing by. Sit at the table! Sit at the table! Let me tell your story! And Agnes is like, Abner, I want you other people to want to hear your stories. Uh, it's, it's a it's a family, you know, like, a couple oh, of parents and, okay. like, a few kids. And they're, like, kind of, they're, like, unsure of whether or not to join this table. Yeah, they're like, no, it's totally fine. It was... Uh, it's okay for your kids to heal. Uh, there's some violence in this story. Oh, and like the little girl's like plops her plate down on the table and it's like, oh, what's this story? That's uh, some adventure. The parents are like, oh, okay. Uh, and, and like the wife is like, no, you know, we're, we're on the cruise. You know, did we want to uh, meet people. We want to experience the whole thing. We're not just going to stay in our room the whole time. And the husband's like, Did you see like, the oh, movie, okay. most recent movie from Helio Starburst? That, like, catches the husband's attention. Helio Starburst. Helio Starburst, you said. Yeah, because it's slippery slope. Oh, that wasn't true violence. If this story's on that level, then okay, sit down, kids. It was PG-13, you know. <laughs> so I will let Mr. Floggingham tell the story, but, like, JT will, like, keep things moving and keep him from meandering too much. <laughs> it will definitely meander. Yeah, so I want to try to... Because they'll, like, try to tell them about how he, like, tried to go skiing. Yes. <laughs> well, no, we can talk about the poachers. Are there parts of what happened? So, obviously, the Floggingham's have a limited view. Part where my girlfriend found out I was force-sensitive, you know. <laughs> there was multiple murders. Right, so the Floggingham's, Abner tells a story about how the power went out at the lodge, and a body was found in one of the pools. <laughs> But that was only the first body. And the dad is like, yeah, right, because there was like five people died there, right? 
Because he saw the movie. Right. I think it was like two. <laughs> you know, they had to take some artistic liberties. They consolidated some people. You know, don't worry about the characters. It's the story that matters. At which point, the dad is like, wait, were you there too? Yeah. I was there that weekend uh, with my girlfriend on a, from like a corporate retreat. Went skiing. We think we tried to ride a tauntaun. She's way better than I am. That's right, because you were on a tauntaun together. Yes. The JC was holding on to your life. Because survival, zero. <laughs> And, and he's like, now I read in the Imperial Movie Database that Hilo was actually there. He was there that weekend. I actually, I got him to sign, what did he say? I got him to sign this med kit. <laughs> yeah, I have proof that I was there. Helio Starburst. Because then he had just finished his earlier movie. He was on a break from filming his TV series. Right. Uh, as the Empire Turns. Yeah, so I have some nice prop evidence. But, you know, that was... Harrowing week for all of us, lost power, but the, it's a nice, still a nice lot. You should check it out if you get a chance. So was a politician actually killed? Like, in the, in the movie, there was, like, this senator that got killed. I'm trying to remember who was actually killed. The fiancé of the senator's daughter was murdered by the senator's daughter. And that one was framed on, like, Ren initially. Right. Because it was with his necktie. Uh, there was, like, some extended family of... <laughs> I don't even think they were... And it was like a planetary senator? It wasn't like yeah, a... Doctor. It wasn't. There was no galactic-level politicians, no. It was much more localized. But still, I mean, that's... Ooh, outlandish. Terrible. Was it, you know, it was a terrible time? And somebody was blinded by, like, a rabid panther attack? I think it's pretty much, yeah. <laughs> couple couple folks out there in the cold. Yeah, it was a harrowing week. Uh, but, you know, it got a good movie come out of it, I guess. Uh, I'm still... Staying busy. I'm still waiting for the residuals. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we, we didn't get movie rights to that, oddly enough. I don't know how that happened. Uh, but yeah, now I uh, I manage a charity, the uh, War Orphans Fund. I don't know if you guys have heard of it. What about you, Admiral and Agnes? You manage a charity, do you? Do. We're, I'm actually here this on this cruise throwing a gala, and I like I plug it like, now it is 500 credits a plate, so I understand. I, believe me, I totally understand. Goal is we're try- trying to get 10 million credits raised. It'll help us open a few new orphanages in some outer rim worlds that have been hard hit over the last few decades. But every credit counts. So not here to plug, but if you wanted, if you felt a need to give, uh, you could like uh, here's an example like this this little boy. Picture of you as a child. Uh, like this little girl, she lost her whole family to war during the Clone Wars. She was very lucky. She uh, was adopted very quickly, so she got to have a well, normal might be a strong <laughs> She got to grow up. A stable? No, no not that either. Eh, you know. She got, to have a, she got to have a family. And it's like GT riding on Mr. Bit's shoulders. You looking to make a... Uh, yeah. A charm I'm looking to squeeze a little bit. I don't want you always using the same skill, but... Uh, I mean, yeah, but it's... I'll let you have it. Hitting people up. I feel like I'm, I'm talking to a crowd now, so it's got to be three burbles. Yep. I did flip a point to pull out the... The picture of you... Uh, heartwarming picture. Oh, you can have another blue die, though, because you have met the Foggy Hands before, and you have a little bit of, like, star power from your connections to the movie. Four success, one threat, and a triumph. Okay. I would say, depends how you want to do this. Okay. One idea that comes to mind is you succeed. You get the family to be a non-wealthy donor. Uh, You have a triumph, and you... The flogging hams will come to your gal. Ah. Because the flogging hams are actually really quite wealthy. They're because just not, of their they're excessive just generally cheap. Ways. Yes. Okay. So I need my attendee list. What was her name? Emma Foslow, the human aristocrat. It's gonna get my. Who's coming to the party? So the flogging hams will come to your gala. Thank you so much. That means a lot to me. 
and this family. Tell me about this family. You said it was like a mom and dad, two kids. The, I would say they are human. They're like the spitting image of like perfect imperial family. Okay. But like they're middle class. This is the big vacation. Uh, they just happen to be that spitting image. Are they curling? Yes, I would say they are. Probably both parents like work in the shipyards. Saved up their vacation time, their money, got like a small bonus to be able to take this vacation. Okay. We established that the daughter clearly like wants more excitement in life hearing about this story. This is the Opana family. And they have donated. They have donated non-wealthy donor. Doesn't matter. I don't want to say it doesn't matter how much. I just say every credit counts. Yeah. So the daughter wants excitement and the dad likes Helio Star Wars. The mom was pushing for, like, engaging with strangers and, like, experiencing, like, this yes. is our chance to, like, well, you know, meet the galaxy. Wants to get value for this cruise. I do tell them I am going to auction away a few tickets to the gala, so there might still be a way to get in. Oh, how are you going to... i got to, like, decide how many slots. I think a spot okay. at every table will get auctioned away. So, so the mom is like, we certainly can't, like, afford... But, right, but, if, but you're, if you're if you're doing like I get them a raffle, a, right? Like, I get them a raffle ticket. Oh, so like slot. that's how like, I get their money. Do like the right non-wealthy donors get raffle tickets? Yes, the non-wealthy donors will get raffle tickets. Okay, that's cool. And then we'll like roll a d20 to see like who actually gets the or yes. a d10 or something. Like that. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's cool. And did we establish anything about the sun? We did not. That's okay. We don't know if we're gonna. Yeah. They are one ABC, the Opana family. Yeah. So you haven't accomplished everything yet. That is true. Do you want to but I feel, call the scene here? I feel though? like we've accomplished enough for this scene. I think so. We will close this scene because you've acquired more donors. I think that's fair. Still got to get them wealthy donors, so. We've added BNCR. We have added the Floggingham's. We have added the Opana family. And we have added Moth to be determined. I don't think we need to add the steward. And, oh, Sharni also showed up in this scene. Yes. Um, There's some plot afoot. Yes. You have added a non-wealthy donor. One wealthy donation, one non-wealthy donation. Yes. I can see that you would say that the chaos level should go down. You've acquired another donor. You have some options for some future things you've considered. Yeah, there are some other plots. And also, like, this is where JT found out that her event got canceled. Oh, that's true. And there's a moth aboard. There's a moth aboard, which is, you know, I'm not a rebel. It's cool. So next time we will reset to five. You will be continuing your... Your setup. Yes, I think so. On like a, a later day. Right. Okay. And I need you to roll a d10 to see whether there will be an interrupter. Oh, right. One! So one means it's altered. Action! Nine. Malice. Subject. Fifty-three. Home. So trouble in the room, perhaps? It's not an interrupt, but I'll take that into mind. Yeah, yeah. All right. Uh, that gives me some things to think about. listening to Cruise Control, set in a Star Wars universe, and played using Fantasy Flight Games, Star Wars, and Genesis role-playing materials. Our players were Dan and Jen, and our GM was the Mythic GM emulator. For the serialized narrative write-up of this adventure, visit us at DiceyStories.com. There you can also find our other adventures, including a related story about JT's girlfriend Renzi, our Star Wars Rush Hour trilogy. Our music comes from Purple Planet Music. Visit them at purple-planet.com. Until next time, this is Dicey Stories reminding you... Stay safe, citizens!